The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out maddow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. Hey there, I'm Dr. Richard Maddow, and welcome once again to the Dental Practice Fixers Podcast. We have a great question from a listener today, and of course, some mystery shopper calls and all kinds of other fun stuff. But I think this question will lead to some very valuable advice for any dentist at any stage in their practice. So we're going to get right down to it in a second. But of course, first, I want to remind you that at the Matto Center, we love lowering our overhead and we love teaching other dentists how to lower their overheads too. And of course, one of the simplest things to do is switch your credit card processing to Stacks, S-T-A-X, because they don't charge that annoying percentage for processing, just a low, flat monthly fee, really low. We've saved thousands and thousands of dollars and you should too. Find out more, just go to maddo.com slash save, M-A-D-O-W dot com slash S-A-V-E. Okay, on to our question. I feel like I get questions like this all the time. I probably handled a similar question on the podcast maybe a year ago or so, but I want to do it again because I think it's so important. Um, and even if this doesn't apply directly to you, there's certainly plenty of lessons we can learn. Simple lessons. Okay, so here it is. It says, Dear Rich. Love the podcast, especially the secret shopper calls. Oh, well, thank you. Everyone seems to love the secret shopper calls. They don't want to hear me. It's just the secret shopper calls. All right. Thanks so much for doing this. Question for you. I'm a dentist, early 40s, purchased what I would call a fledgling practice around six years ago. I'm definitely making a go of it, but things aren't great. In other words, it's doing better than it was when I purchased it but I'm still not super busy and my income is not what I had hoped. There's a similar practice around 12 miles from mine that is for sale. And I think I could grab it for a steal. I feel like I should purchase and try to build it up. Also. What do you think? The combined incomes could be exactly what I need. Thanks for your time. Midwest DDS. Wow. I like how you chose your own. Cause I, I would usually not read the names. I kind of, you know, protect your, anonymity or whatever, but I like how you just called yourself Midwest DDS. Covers a lot of ground though. Okay, Midwest DDS, here's what I'm going to have to say to you. You've got one practice that's not doing as well as you want. Why would you ever, ever, ever want to double your double your overhead, more than double your overhead, because you're going to have to, you can't be in two places at once. Or you're going to have to hire associates or just run each practice part-time, which really kills your overhead. You will triple your frustration and you'll probably have two mediocre practices when you haven't even proven that you can run one practice successfully. Do not buy this practice that's 12 miles away. Now, let me back that up by saying this is totally different than um, an older dentist or for some reason, um, someone very close to you has to retire and they're either selling the charts, so to speak, or they're selling a practice at a fire sale price, and your intention is to blend the practices into one physical location. That's totally different. But 12 miles apart, you're talking about having two physical locations. You're going to try to run both of them. So again, you're doubling your overhead or more, tripling your frustration. And here's the thing. 
you have not even mastered the art of running one practice yet. You, By your own admission, you're not doing as well as you would like. You're not as busy as you would like. Your income isn't as high as you would like. Well, what's the reason? It's not because you don't own another practice. Figure out, let's try to figure out what's going on in your practice. You know, I think we get so distracted by the shiny objects. And again, sure, has this worked for some people owning multiple practices in different parts of their state, whatever? Yes, it has. But you're talking about a practice in a dentist who presumably you haven't really mastered the basics yet. You know, if you were a musician, I would say to you, you haven't even learned your scales and arpeggios yet. Or if you're a football coach, you got to learn to block and tackle, whatever the bad metaphors that you want to use. Let's make this one practice fantastic before you even think about another one. And why even think about another one? I got to tell you, unless your current practice is busting at the seams, more money's coming in than you know what to do with, and there's no chance for physical expansion because of severe limitations, I would not even think about another practice. You know, some of the most successful practices I've seen are just four-person practices, a dentist, a hygienist, an assistant, and a business team member. I've seen dentists net seven figures, net a million dollars with that kind of lineup. Now, I'm not saying everybody can, but my point is let's do what we do best. And the old phrase that I always use is dance with who brung you. You know, who brung you into a successful dental practice? Well, it's usually one practice and is usually doing the procedures that patients actually want. Again, another mistake is I've seen dentists, and I believe me, I have nothing against great clinical training and expanding your, um, your treatment menu, so to speak. Those could be great things. But I've seen dentists with mediocre practices. They want to do better, and they wind up taking some esoteric courses, providing treatment that very few people want or need, um, purchasing expensive tech equipment that just raises their overhead like crazy and doesn't really do anything to help their bottom line. So again, until you can prove that you can succeed in this one location, don't even think about a second location. And that means a practice whose overhead is under control, doing the procedures that most patients need. What do most patients need? Sure, exam, profi, of course, but scaling and root planing, endo, core, and crown, implant, abutment, and crown. Um, you know, just these basic services, simple cosmetics, nothing that's going to drive you crazy. Again, I have nothing against you know, super complex, comprehensive care, TMJ therapy, sleep apnea treatment. These are all great services to provide. But I think until you prove that you can have um, what I would just call a typical successful practice where you're enjoying yourself, providing great patient treatment, making it a great income, don't even think about doing these esoteric things. Um, and, you know, dance with who brought you, it brings up another thing. I've had dentists contact me and say, hey, um, my practice is doing okay, but I've got this other business opportunity. It's going to be a, a, a passive income stream. I could just sit back and money is going to be thrown into my mailbox every month. Those things very rarely work when you haven't even realized the full potential of your dental practice. So let's concentrate on that first. Um, no matter what situation you are in personally, there are so many great lessons that could be inferred from this when it comes to dancing who brought you. Don't go invest in your nephew's brew pub or, you know, some crazy real estate scheme. Typically, if you're a dentist, the dental practice doing what you do best is who brought you. So let's concentrate on that. Now, if you're having incredibly massive success and you want to back off and have some other projects and you think it'll be fun, whatever, that's different. But Midwest DDS, 
in your situation, I would say let's make your practice great first. And again, I think no matter what stage you're in, if you're listening to this, you can infer some really, really great practice lessons from that. Oh, by the way, if you want to chat with me, I'd love to talk to you. If you're a practice-owning dentist, it seems like a bunch of people have taken advantage of this lately. Um, you can set up a time on my calendar. Just go to matto.com slash chat. That's M-A-D-O-W dot com slash C-H-A-T. This is for practice-owning dentists only. I'd love to hear what's going on in your practice. Um, no matter what happens after this call, I guarantee you'll get some great advice and something to think about. Um, some people that I've chatted with have actually gone on to become coaching clients of the Matto Center. They're doing really, really, really well. But there's no cost, no obligation. If you own your practice and you have a question or a struggle or whatever, let's chat. I love doing it, and I think you'll really enjoy it too and certainly get some great tips to help your practice. So, again, just go to matto.com slash C-H-A-T. Schedule right on my personal calendar. And as you can see, I leave tons of space open. So why don't you do it? Okay, let's move on. Let's move on to our mystery shopper calls. Again, I kept it kind of simple and basic because um, that's the kind of call that typical new patients make. So we'll go over to Command Central and take it away. How can I help you? Oh, uh, yeah. How much would it be to get uh, my teeth cleaned and have a checkup? Um, are you going to be using any type of insurance for your visit? I have. I do have some kind of dental insurance, yes. What insurance is that? It's um, it's called Delta. Okay, so we're out of network with Delta, so we will just um, go ahead and build Delta first, and whatever they pay out of network with your plan, we'll go ahead and bill you that after. So normally the visit with exam x-rays cleaning is about 550 I want to say. We do do an x-ray that goes around your head. It is a 3D x-ray, so it's more of a a special x-rays just so we can see if there's anything wrong from your sinuses all the way to your airway. Our doctor is usually is pretty good at seeing everything like that. Um, so we'll send that to insurance as well. Once they pay their portion, we'll send you the difference. It might be, I don't know, maybe they will, they'll pay $100, $150, $70. So it just all depends on your insurance, how much they pay for being out of network. I see. So you're saying essentially the charge for the checkup and cleaning and x-rays on stuff is $550. And my insurance will reimburse around 100 and then I pay the rest. Yes. Okay. So why aren't you in network with Delta? Um, so they do have a lawsuit going on right now with American Dental Association. So we just didn't want to be in the middle of it or um, deal with anything like that. They're just not giving the proper care for our patients. So Delta right now doesn't really care. Um, as you know, everything has been going up, and Delta has been paying the same thing to any to everything since they started, um, since they founded Delta Dental. Since Delta Dental has existed, their maximums have been the same. Their coverages have been the same. And, I mean, that doesn't, that's not fair. So the American Dental Association is putting a lawsuit on them. Wow. I didn't hear anything about yeah. that. I have to Google that one. That's yeah. interesting. Um, yeah. Okay. And and that uh, that fancy schmancy 3D X-ray thing. Do I have to get that, or is that optional? Yes, we you do. Our dentist is a comprehensive dentist, so we have to evaluate everything. Um, we did have a patient that did have a little ball on her cheek, but never was aware of it. And because of our flat, if you usually just take a flat X-ray, you can't see it. So once we went ahead and did that type of x-ray when we got it in the office like three years ago, I want to say, um, we did that x-ray and it was able to see that little weird area on her cheek. 
and we sent her to a physician and it came out to being a tumor. So we like to let our patients know everything that's going around um, on their mouth. Wow, crazy, man. Yes, all right. I know. Well, yeah, well, that all makes sense. Okay, thank you so much for explaining all that. I really appreciate it. Of course. All right. Yes, you're welcome. Okay, bye thank now. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay, bingo. Two minutes and 55 seconds, three minutes of our time. I mean, she was nice. She did a lot of crazy things. I don't know why she had to go into the Delta Dental lawsuit BS. That just doesn't make anybody look good. Um, one phrase she said that I loved, she said, our doctor's usually pretty good at looking at those x-rays. You know, us not always, usually. He's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty, pretty. It's not great. He's usually pretty good. I know that she was just making conversation and not measuring every word, but I thought that was hilarious. Well, yeah, you need to get this x-ray. It's, you know, going to make you run your bill up to 500 bucks. And usually pretty good at looking at it. That just cracked me up. Um, middle of the lawsuit, you know, it's tough to explain why you're not in network with Delta or with the PPO, but I don't think you should make it sound like you're not in network with them because you don't, they don't pay enough. It just makes the doctors, you know, look, we all know why you're not in network. And it's true. They don't pay enough in many circumstances, but you never want to appear that you're doing something for the money. I mean, you know, we're not in network because we find that they're too restrictive in their treatment coverage. And we like to provide the best treatment possible. This way we're just out of the relationship between, um, you know, with us and the insurance company, we do what's best for you. You know, just something like that where you don't start talking about money and poor reimbursements. But my main, and when you calibrate your practice, you can take care of that. If you're not sure what calibrating is, look for the podcast we did on, on practice calibration. So it's a great chance to really perfect your answer to why aren't we in network. But again, don't make it about the money. Don't make it sound like the dentist is doing because they're not compensated enough because this patient thinks all dentists are rich anyway. But my main point here is, if I can ever stop rambling, is that three minutes later, decent conversation. He made no attempt to get the patient on the schedule. Zero, zero, zero. So bad, bad, bad call. Okay, let's go to the next one. Bingo. Thank you for calling. This is Elsa. How may I help you? Hi. How much does it cost to get a checkup and a cleaning for someone that's never been there before? And no insurance? I do have insurance, actually. Okay. What kind of insurance do you have? I, th I think it's called Humana. Okay. So it just it does depend on the Humana plan. There's different types of plans. We have to verify you. And um, so the way that we go about that is if it's a full coverage plan, it, normally, Humana covers exam x-rays and regular cleanings for the first visit, okay? Mm -hmm. um, and then we go from there, whatever you may need, if it's major treatment or if it's just like simple treatment. So it just depends. I see. What's major treatment? Is that like a crown? Yes. Those are crown, bridges, partials, um, root canals, and if it's like, or, or surgical extractions. If it's simple treatment, it's like simple extractions, fillings, deep cleaning, then what happens? So it just depends on your, honestly, on your plan, on your benefit. Okay, so if it's like a deep cleaning, that's covered differently than uh, than a crown. Correct. All right, all right. I, okay. Um, I, I had a cleaning like a year ago, so I doubt I would need a deep cleaning, but I guess you never know, huh? Yeah, we would just have to diagnose you. Um, probably it would, it would just be another regular cleaning, but it just mm -hmm. depends. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much. Of course. Thank okay. you. Do you want to schedule an appointment or do you want to wait on that? 
Um, you know, I'm not quite ready to schedule, but I do appreciate that you asked that question. Okay. Alrighty. Thank All right. you so much. Thanks. Give us a call back. Okay. Bye. Okay. The information she gave wasn't great. I think she went way too into detail about how much insurance covers for each procedure without even really knowing exactly what my insurance is. That's besides the point because she did something in the end that so few of our people do. And she said, would you like to make an appointment? Or she said, would you like to schedule something? But then, as we all do in dentistry, you know, we just like to keep talking and say too much. She said, or would you like to wait? Would you like to schedule an appointment or would you like to wait? Just think that one tiny difference if she would have said, let's get you on the schedule. We have tomorrow at 3 p.m. If that's not convenient for you, we've got Thursday at 11 a.m., which works best. Would have been so much better. We'll give her a little credit because at least she did say, would you like to schedule an appointment? Then she kind of screwed up by saying, or would you like to wait? But um, sadly, as far as our secret shopper calls go, we'll have to say even ending it like that was better than many. Recorded for quality assurance. Okay. Thank you for calling. Cool. Please press this one's one recorded for quality assurance. I'm really nervous. See what happens Thank here. Thank you for calling. Hi, I have a question for you. Um, do you do root canals in your office? Depends on what you choose. Did you know what you choose? So you need a root canal? It's, um, I, I don't know. It's it's a tooth. It's a, it's on the top. It's about halfway back. Uh, yeah, I needed to know the number of a tooth. You know, if it's another a last three molars, we may do it. But we have to see the x-ray, see the roots is not complicated because uh, we are not a roots canal specialist. I see. I see. Okay. So should I go to a root canal specialist? Uh, yeah, but the best. Of course, they, their charge is uh, more than double than regular dentist, you know. But if you know you are tooth number you can tell me then i can let you know if we do or not i see okay okay um so right. okay okay bye now okay bye. bye oh man she couldn't wait to get me off the phone i mean acting like i'm an annoyance i'm i'm calling to see if they do a root canal um tooth number patients never know the tooth number but you know what i'm calling because i think i need or i've been told i need a root canal she's not sure if they do it or not they refer some they do some um, specialists are more than twice the cost. Wow, it's pretty darn expensive. <laughs> Why not say, come in, you can, we, we, you know, we'll take a look. You can have a free consultation, a look-see, whatever. You could very easily, whether you send the endo out or not, could very easily have a great new patient here. Obviously, they were not happy with their previous dentist for some reason because they're calling around, seeing who can do the root canal. Have them come in. It's not that difficult, folks. Okay. That should do it for today. Um, thanks so much for listening to Dental Practice Fixers. Again, if you want to have a little chat with me and you're a practice owning dentist, matto.com slash chat. Or if you just want to email me, anybody, email me any questions. Rich, R-I-C-H, at matto, M-A-D-O-W, dot com, com, dot com. Kime is like the, the what comes out when you vomit, right? It's called Kime. We, we don't want to email that. It's rich at matto.com. <laughs> anyway... Thanks so much for listening or watching, and I'll see you again soon on the next episode of the Dental Practice Fixers Podcast. Bye.